welcome to a Toast to Rom-Coms special edition. Not for holiday reasons. We're not actually not doing a movie today. <gasps> what? I, I know, right? What the fuck else could we talk about? If you regularly listen to us a lot. Yeah, that's true. Basically anything besides what we're supposed to talk about. We talk about anything and everything. Um, But this week, since it's been a couple weeks um, since we finished the old, old, old Rotten Tomatoes um, 50 Best Rom-Coms list, we're going to go over our 10 favorites and our 10 worst dun 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 (gasps) but by the way listeners this is allison oh and i'm marie sorry i just got super excited i mean i think this is a great way to say goodbye and move on from the list so long that's really funny that you were thinking that song because i was thinking of like arms of the angels like sarah mclaughlin like playing for some reason (laughs) i don't know why that is after the um aspca videos of that song all i can think of horror when i hear that yeah so we did something a little kind of different with the drinks too. We didn't tell each other what we were making. We are having two though, correct? We are having two. I figured one with one side of the list, the other one with the other side. Okay. That's great. I like that a lot. But folks, we're not having one of the worst drinks. We're having two of our favorite drinks. Okay. So we're not going to have any Campari up in this bitch. Cause we don't do that shit anymore so i this might surprise you actually i'm not drinking campari but um because we've come to the end of our list i actually decided to make an old-fashioned to see how i feel about it now oh okay so that's what i'm drinking nice it's very pretty i made two of my favorites did you make both two now I did, but because our house is so loud and and I'm upstairs, I didn't want to wake the baby, the toddler, because it would be hell on earth. I gotcha. So I just, I'm just using big cubes so they don't melt very fast. What are you drinking? That is the Gangster Martini. Oh, that was such a good one. I have that one starred. Yes. I, I chose this drink because... It is something that I will ask Bernard to make me on a regular basis. Um, I find the ingredients, like one of them's tuaka, which is something unusual, but you don't use it for a lot. So once you buy the bottle, it lasts forever. And I Um, don't have that here, which is why I didn't make it. It's not expensive, if I remember correctly. I feel like it was around 20. Yeah. Yeah, that seems about right. Um. So it's something that I'll have like, you know, once a month, twice a month. So that's why, that's why I picked the gangster martini. So let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. So much better this time around. 
what kind of um, bourbon did you use? I have the um, the Wiggle the, Pennsylvania the style. Wiggle. Yeah. Okay. But nothing. I I mean I feel like I'm kind of shitting on Wiggle a little bit lately, and I don't mean to, but that Explorer bourbon was so good. I need to get that again. Bernard really likes the Explorer as well. I think it's from where Allentown. I'm not sure actually. I know because um. Pencil or PA libations down in the strip district. And if you're in the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh area carries it along with a lot of other local Pennsylvania liquors. And that's where I first found it whenever we couldn't get any alcohol during the pandemic. Um, but I, I do want to get there and try to get some of that. But so I didn't have oranges cause I know you're supposed to get like an orange peel and kind of like, but I did have orange bitters and what I did, so I did the bourbon, the sugar, and the Angostura, but to get a little bit of that orange mm-hmm. aroma, I guess, I just did one dash on top of the drink after I had poured it into my glass. Interesting. So, I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt it. I think I it helps, actually. But yeah, I'm very happy to say that I like this drink. No vomit for you today. Unless I'm pregnant. Definitely not. Don't worry, guys. Um, Character growth, guys. (laughs) Allison is experiencing character growth. Um, I would like to, I think, start off with the worst movie list. I like that idea. I think we should end on a high note. And I think, you know, in my mind, uh, ranking them from the 10, like the least worst to the most worst is going to be number one. It was so, sorry to interrupt you. It no, was no. it was really hard to do the worst ones. I had an easy time with the best because I just went with my gut with the best. I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to go real fast and not double like, you know, double think anything. But with the worst, I'm like, okay, which movie would I rather watch? And then it was like none of them. <laughs> so, I had a little bit of a hard time with the best. Like, if you look, you can see, like, a couple scribbles. Yeah. My worst list, I agree with you. It's, like, a disaster. Yeah. And I had I had my own ranking system that I'll get into as, you know, we go through. Okay, good. So, we are just picking out our worst moment from these movies, correct? Um, yeah, I mean, figure okay. title of the movie, why it was bad to you, worst okay. moment. Okay, great. That sounds good. Would you like to go first with your least worst? Your my t- least, number 10 on my worst movie list is Annie Hall. Same. Okay, that's awesome. So I picked Annie Hall because it's, it's like, honestly, it's Woody Allen and I hate him. I think it's so pretentious. I did not like Diane Keaton's character, her little la-dee-da. Which is weird because, sorry, I keep cutting you off, but it's weird because I always love Diane Keaton. Mm -hmm. Same, but not in this movie. Awful. And it makes it worse to know that this movie was modeled after her. So... Um, my worst moment from this movie, which it's actually like kind of hard to pick just one, I think. Um, but I really hate the opening scene where you don't know where what the, the hell's hell, going on. 
where the fuck they are, all you hear are voices, and they're, like, forever away. To me, it's just, like, again, so pretentious. You're just supposed to sit there and wait for Woody Allen to deign to show up on film. Yeah. It is really hard to pick a worst. Now, and the hard part about Woody Allen movies, too, is they kind of blur together. Is this the one where they go to L.A.? Yes. Because I hated that. I hated when they go to L.A. and he's trying to go after her and get her back. Kind of. And then they have that weird dinner or weird lunch or something. And then Paul Simon's there at that party. I didn't like that. Now, I did have this in my as my 10th place because I felt like it got better the second time I watched it. I watched it once before, and it was absolutely horrendous. I hated it. The second time around, it wasn't as bad. So there was, you know, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and some moments that I chuckled at. There were some chuckles. Because I was thinking about him in L.A. in the convertible with, like, the spacesuit thing. And, yeah, chuckles. So my, go ahead with your number nine. High Fidelity. Really? I hated it. I had that circled like as a contender, but I ended up leaving it off the list. Okay. So, So, yep, talk to me. I hated this movie because of how self-obsessed the main character was. I don't even remember what his fucking name is and I don't need to know it, but John Cusack was the worst. He just didn't give a shit about anybody but himself. And I think the worst part of this movie was whenever he reaches out to the wonderful, beautiful woman that he dated in high school who wouldn't have sex with him. And he just shit all over her and didn't even give her the the light of day to try to like reason with what happened. Yeah, that was a great call. Thanks. But my number nine is City Lights with Charlie Chaplin. Ooh, that didn't make my list. I want to say it probably would have been in the teens, but tell me about it. Uh, I really didn't like how, how, how unbelievable the movie was. It was incredibly unbelievable to me. And I know typically I like some unbelievability, but to me it was just dumb hijinks the entire time. Um, it was silent but it didn't need to be silent. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I just can't appreciate that, <laughs> even though it's art. Um, and I really, to me, the worst moment, which is the end, really Ooh. put me off of this movie. The end was so bad. You're you know, right. He, he goes to jail. He comes out worse than what he was, which is unbelievable because he was a homeless man before. Now he's even worse off. And then he sees the woman he fell in love with and she laughs at him. And I know like she recognizes him at the end, but it was just too horrible for me after he helped restore her sight. Do you think the end was supposed to be funny when they made it? I hope not. Oh my. What kind of asshole would laugh at that? Yeah. So that's that to me just you take this movie that you're supposed to laugh all the way through to and then to have that ending on it was just insane to me. Yep. 
It's a good yeah. choice. P.S. Charlie Chaplin sucks. The worst. Uh, there was a BuzzFeed article recently about like his grandson or something. And I didn't even like the look of his grandson. He, he looked shady to me. I don't even remember his name. It was a French name, but I'm not going to say it or give him the light of day. Guys, we do not judge or make snap judgments based on nothing. All of these are well thought out of it. That's right. <laughs> Especially this list of movies that we're giving you right now. Super well thought out. I didn't do it five minutes before the podcast started. Oh, I actually spent like about an hour on each list making things through. I won't tell you how long I spent that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I was reading about fucking John Dewey and then jumped right into these lists. <laughs> All right. Number, number oh. eight for me. Belle Epoch. Same. I oh, love this. Yes. Okay. So here's... An, to me, my seven and eight could be interchangeable. But Belly Pock, you started with the murder-suicide. You end with a suicide. The, it was just... Oh, yeah. He, the main romantic lead, fucked his way through the family. I mean, what is happening here? And that's my overall worst part of it I think is that he just fucked his way through the family well that makes sense it makes way more sense than my worst moment okay what's your worst moment I can't wait when the mom shows up with her lover even though his dad is alive and they're still married and she sings opera oh that's so bad I'm getting I'm cringing thinking about it and, like, all the sisters open up one window each to, like, oh, mama! And she's just out there singing opera because she's this fancy opera lady. And then, and then, I'm sorry, it just rolls right into it. And then she goes and has, like, a four-hour sex, sex sex session with her husband while her lover is in the kitchen. What the fuck is up with this family? They got some weird sexual appetites. Now, two parts of the movie that I laughed at. One, the donger you see at the carnival. Oh, yeah. Laughed out loud. Yeah. Two, the cringe, but I did laugh at it. He got a smell of that pussy. The dad <laughs> says that about his own daughters. Oh, my God. It's so gross. I got a kick out of uh, Violetta, I think, the one who we all knew was like a lesbian basically mm -hmm. she wanted to be a man i got a kick out of her asserting her dominance uh, we saw her boobies oh yeah just the craziest movie didn't the dad and the romantic lead sleep in the same bed the one night too to keep warm yep i mean there, this movie was just all over the place there was a reason I, I like i thought that we couldn't find a copy of it anywhere or like stream it anywhere because of its popularity but it turns out they just didn't make a lot of these dvds because the movie sucked fucking ass wait for real are you just drawing that conclusion i'm just okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm making those snap judgments. i thought it sounded real to me 
I would have. I did believe it. I would have, and I did believe it. <laughs> Number seven, top worst. The apartment. Okay. What do you got? Appropriate behavior. Okay. So, I. Sorry, I was trying to I was trying to read my list. The apartment to me, the main character tries to commit suicide. The other main character is just a schlump, like an idiot. And except Okay, never mind. We'll get there. So I picked that one just because of that. The redeeming quality of that movie was the um drink we had a lemon drop for that mm. one mm-hmm. and that was a great drink um i did not like that movie i had a real hard time getting through it there are so many worse parts to me them slapping her to wake her up the husband giving or her lover giving her cash as a christmas present even though like you see the christmas presents he bought for everybody else um i did like the Christmas party scene in the office. That was a scene of debauchery. Um, the fact that on New Year's Eve, they were out at a bar by themselves. Again, Jack Lemon made me laugh like once or twice, maybe. He used his tennis racket for spaghetti to like strain spaghetti. That was the funniest part of this movie. Yep. I just thought it showcased the worst in all the characters. There was no good character except for the doctor. Oh, yeah. And the wife of the doctor. Yes. Yeah. And they weren't in it a lot and or enough to redeem this movie. Right. So I just thought everyone. Oh, no, I lied. The secretary that the guy was fucking before. Shirley oh, McLean, yeah. I did like she her. She stood up to him. Yep. Yeah. And she quit. Yeah. So, but everyone else and those people were in it just for a minute here, a minute there, it wasn't enough. So the apartment for me was bad. Yeah. Appropriate behavior for me because it wasn't a comedy. Again, it's the worst kind of characters. Everybody sucked. You don't like anybody at all. The only part of that movie that I laughed about was that the kids that she was teaching in a job that she wasn't qualified for whatsoever were you know they were making a movie and i thought the movie was cute and the whole farts are funny thing but overall that movie was depressing it to me didn't have a climax the ending was crap i guess i i just really didn't like that it was just the whole time i'm just thinking like okay what's the point okay what's the point why is this on the list why is this um number 23 on this list and i just i hated the main character did you say what the worst moment was for you i'm sorry if you did no 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 i actually did not okay I, i think the worst moment for me was that weird threesome yeah okay yeah i think that's appropriate for appropriate behavior inappropriate behavior um my number six waitress same because you know guys domestic Domestic abuse abuse. hilarious funny 
always funny. I love, so listeners, we did not confer on this list at all before we started. So the fact that we're picking the same ones is great. Yes, I love this. Uh, waitress to me, Carrie Russell, I'm pretty neutral about as an actress. Love Nathan Fillion. I think he's super cute. I think he's funny. He's charming. You don't really see that a lot in this movie. Just the role. I mean, he's cheating on his own wife. While she's cheating on her husband. Not that I blame her necessarily because her husband's an asshole as evidenced by the worst moment of this movie to me, where he's slamming her head against the window in the car. And that we are in agreement. I I just couldn't believe that this was on a romantic comedy list. I can't even believe it is a musical. Yeah. I, I wonder what the... Sorry if you can hear my dog barking. Um, I wonder what the differences are, but I'm not curious enough to know to watch it. <laughs> no. I would never. This movie has put me off of anything. Like, who liked this movie enough? Like, I understand it's on this list. Who liked this movie enough to say, hmm, this would be a great musical? I I just, it's mind-boggling. I know. My dog's very passionate about this issue, too. And you can hear her contributing in the background about how bad this was. That's right. <laughs> Uh, one redeeming quality, the old guy who ends up dying. Oh, I love him. He was him. fantastic. I love old people. I really do. I think you told me like two days ago that you hate old people. So make up your mind. I think generally I love old people, but if there's a bad old person, then they're like really bad. Mm, that makes sense. Like children. <laughs> you're either great or you're fucking terrible. <laughs> there's no meh. Number five. For me, number five was the apartment. Okay, for me, number five is Maggie's plan. You ranked this that high? As the worst? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I absolutely did. She fucking injected herself with semen and crab walked to the fucking door to meet a guy who was cheating on his wife for her. So I think you misunderstand me. You ranked this as number five. Oh, yeah, I did. Because uh, you'll see, I'll, I'll explain why I ranked number three, two, one. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Maggie's plan, the one redeeming quality was the drink of this movie. Um, I did not make it. I feel like, uh, to me, it's a good drink, and I'll have it if someone else suggests it, but I wouldn't pick it out myself. Um, it was The Suffering Bastard. It is an amazing drink. However, the title, Suffering Bastard, we picked that because the one of the main characters is absolutely horrendous. Ethan Hawke, you will never be sexy to me again because of this movie. Did you once I, find him sexy? Absolutely. White Fang. Hello. Have you ever watched it? No. You you need to watch White Fang right now. After this. I'll write it down. Well, yes. White Fang, it's amazing. You will love Ethan Hawke after watching that. But then you'll think of this movie and you'll be like, fuck. <laughs> it's ruined. 
Uh, that was my worst moment, by the way. The crab walk? The crab walk. But, I mean, he's so self-centered. Highlight of this movie, Julianne Moore. Okay. Okay. Just because she calls him on his shit. I'm not saying she was good in this. Like, I'm not saying I enjoyed her in this movie, but she did call him out on his shit. Yeah. Which he hated her for in the beginning and then loved her for in the end. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, you're going to you're going to talk about it later. I it's will. Okay. I will. All right, you're a 5. The apartment. Okay. So, oh, yeah. for the, no, that's okay. For the same reasons, it's a suicidal woman who's in complete depression because her boss is completely taking advantage of her. It's unrequited love. He's never going to leave his wife. It's awful. She's mistreated. I think it just shows a time where women are completely just shit on. No one wants that. No, no one wants that. And I agree with you about the Christmas party and the spaghetti straining. Again, the main character is using his apartment as a shag pad for all of his bosses who are cheating on other wives. Yeah, it's awful. And who knows if the sheets are being cleaned? Probably not. He's just sleep sleeping in a pool of semen. You know those guys aren't using condoms. Ugh. So gross. Guys, so many wet spots on this. Ew. <laughs> the pull out method is totally foolproof, guys. No, it's not. Don't Psych- do that. <laughs> Only if you want to be pregnant is it foolproof. Oh, God. It's awful. Okay. My number four appropriate behavior. Okay. I'm ready. It was just such a drama. There was nothing funny about this movie except farts are funny. Farts are funny. And they are. I laugh every time I hear a fart. Me too. I'm sorry. Me too. So it could be my husband of 10 years letting one rip. I will giggle. Your husband's farts are truly amazing. When I'm at your house and he goes to bed early and I just, you know, I hear something and I'm like, was that, was that? And you're like, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. And I am truly impressed. No sarcasm at all. Honestly, it's impressive. It really is. <laughs> um, so, again, the main character I did not like. I did not like the woman she was pining after. It was the unfunny way to do what the big sick did. And I'm saying that like Middle Eastern families, they're both diverging from the norm, but one finds a humorous way to do it and one does not. Okay. I'm glad that you explained that because in my mind, they're just so different that I couldn't find what was similar. Okay. Uh, Worst moment from this. I agree with you. The threesome. Absolutely. Um, and I remember being so disappointed because it was the first movie where there are people of color in this and it was just so unfunny. Yeah. Just don't advertise it as a rom-com. I'm not saying the movie didn't have merit. I'm saying it didn't have merit as a rom-com. Exactly. I mean, classify it as like an independent film, as a drama, what, what have you, like, it just doesn't belong on this list. Oh, man, I'm really glad that we started with worse because I'm actually getting physically depressed. 
It is depressing. Yeah. Like we've watched a lot of shitty movies. <laughs> so many shitty movies. <laughs> my number three, right? We're on three. Wait, I didn't give my number four. Oh, I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. It's okay. My number four is Hannah and her sisters. Okay. Yeah. Hannah and her sisters. So long. So long. So long. So many stories. Hey, this is my number three. So can I just jump just in here with do you? Do it. Do it. Yeah. So you you go and I'll just add in. So long. So many stories. All of the stories sucked. Woody Allen, the absolute worst. Three-eyed Raven, absolutely the worst. I just, all these women, except for Mia Farrow. Except for Hannah. That's Hannah. Yeah. 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 I blocked a lot of it out. Whenever you were like saying like, we're going to do the worst moments. I was like, oh, I blocked so many of these because they're just so bad. I never wanted to think about them again. I mean, and, and here's, there's an older man taking advantage of a younger woman in this. And that is why this movie made it above appropriate behavior and Maggie's plan to me because of that older man taking advantage of a younger woman. I could not stand that. And it, to me, it just mirrors what Woody Allen does in real life. And it's yeah. disgusting. And I don't want any parts of it. That's you made excellent points there. That's something that I didn't really think about in terms of that, like on a deeper level, but it really I really agree with that. And was this the and then I'm sorry to jump in here again with this. This is the one where Woody Allen has no real part in this. He's just there. Because he needs to be because he's Woody fucking Allen. He needed to be in this movie. Yeah. He makes a joke about child molestation. It was just too much. It is too much. <laughs> Worst moment? Any moment with a three-eyed raven in it. I was going to say this whole movie is a bad moment. Like, there, I could not find a redeeming quality to this movie. I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. Honestly couldn't. Mm-mm. And I know Diane Weist was in it, too, and I hated her. Oh, Michael like Caine was awful. Yes. Remember he was talking about her boobs and her sweater or something in the first opening scene. Oh, my God. Because Michael Caine was lusting after the woman with three-eyed raven. Yep. Oh, my God. Did they sleep together? Yes. Yeah. That might be the worst part for me. (laughs) But I think that I don't think they ever got together, right? Or did they? Did Hannah end up with Woody Allen? Who ended up with Woody Allen? Diane Weist. I don't know. I blocked it. Someone ended up with Woody Allen. It was disgusting. Okay. You're with Woody Allen. It's always disgusting. Truth. So that was my number three. What's your number three? So you might be shocked that this is high in the worst, but Manhattan. Hey, guess what? My number two. I, w- I was actually betting that this was going to be your number one, but I know what your number one is now. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So Manhattan, he's 
literally dating a teenager. Worst he part is, of the Yep, being a the pedophile he is. And I will narrow down that worst part of the movie. Please do. At the end, when he is conv- trying to convince her not to go to London for her acting opportunity, but to stay with him. How fucking dare you, you dirty old man. See, I have a different worst moment. For me, the worst moment is whenever they're in bed together and they're both <laughs> in their underwear eating Chinese food. Disgusting. That is disgusting. Oh, my God. They're so so bad what were the labor laws like did her parents have to be on the set i bet they didn't which is even more disgusting oh what's even more disgusting the fact that he invited her to stay in the same hotel room as him when they took an overseas trip that's disgusting so gross you know we've come so far but not far enough obviously in the film industry but like in Superbad, McLovin wasn't over 18 and his mom had to be present with him during his sex scene. And I think that's good. <laughs> Even though he probably didn't. But but someone has to protect kids. Safety. Because when is your brain fully developed, everybody? 24? 23, 24? Okay. I w- twenty anywhere from twenty five to or twenty four to twenty six is yeah. like my memory. Yeah, you are not old enough to make decisions for yourself. I'm sorry. I just recently watched The Birdcage, which was an amazing movie. But at the end, oh, it's when so funny. it's so funny, I was oh, laughing. Oh, we should do that. Oh, is it a rom com? Absolutely. What else would it be? All right, then I won't talk about it. Good. Shut your fucking mouth. I will. But not because you told me to. (laughs) All right. My number two, which is your number one, (laughs) is me, you, and everyone we know. Oh, it is my number one, everybody. It is. Absolutely. It is the movie that we ranked all worst movies to. Yeah. Surprisingly, it's not my number one, but it's my number two. Yeah. Talk to me about it. It's disgusting. From just from the moment he like sets his hand on fire to the weird pedophile guy with the notes in the window. Oh, my God. I forgot about the hand on fire to like impress his kids pooping back and forth. Oh, my God. The only funny part. But it was so gross. He was that woman was in love with that little child. Without unbeknownst to her, but still. And I'm sure it's a comment on society in some way, but no. Totally over my head. What the fuck is this lady's name again? July. Miranda July. Miranda July. Don't make movies. No, and I know I texted you. I came across a poem by her. Ugh. Bad so poem? Many. I don't even remember. I was just disgusted to see her name after this. <laughs> and that guy, we've never seen anybody in that movie ever again. No. <laughs> they were typecast. They're only in terrible movies. <laughs> again, though, this isn't a rom-com. It's more of like an independent kind of drama thing. Don't put it in here. Yeah. I, it, w- it was, 
I don't. You can't say typecast, but it was definitely put in the wrong wrong genre. It is an independent film. This is not a rom com. No. And does this have value as some other type of movie out there? No, I don't think so. But <laughs> someone else might. Miranda July is the only person who thinks so. She is so artsy. Blah. That's the best I can do. Blah. Another one of the worst moments is whenever she has the socks on her ears. Oh my god! See, the worst moment to me is pedophilia. That guy. That's why that's number one. That's why Manhattan's number two. Number three is the three-eyed raven after the younger one boys. Like, it was all just pedophilia. Yep. I just yep. found deodorant in my hair. My <laughs> hair is so long that I must have just gotten my hair stuck in my armpit. And I was like, ew, what's this white stuff in my hair? And then I looked and then I was breaking it apart and I could smell my deodorant. So it's okay. It's all okay. <laughs> Your hair smells nice, then. It does. So, ah. I do know what your worst movie is now, then. Mm-hmm. Maggie's Plan. Fucking hated it. It was another one where I remember pausing it over and over and over again, being like, how much more of this fucking shit do I have? My worst moment is not the crab walk, although that's up there. My worst moment is the hand on the sternum. Oh my gosh, that sex band. It's so sexy. Let me slap you in the stern. It's not even like a Nick Jess from New Girl moment where it's like top boob. It's like sternum and she's in her nightie and he's like trying to be sensuous and unbutton her nightie. That is not attractive. It's like a moo moo so floor weird. length. Greta Gerwin. That her that her name? Greta Gerwig, yeah. yeah terrible. Little women. Oh, I won't be watching that. <laughs> um, I also remember the pickle guy. Remember the pickle guy? I was actually going to say he's my highlight. <laughs> remember he offers to do it the old fashioned way? Oh. And then when he heard the cup of semen, he says, I put extra in there for oh, you. Oh, I did laugh at that actually. <laughs> so gross though you know what her kid was really cute the kid was cute it was just such a terrible movie oh it's so bad honorable mentions that i had like i had a hard time leaving off of this but there was just no space on here oh your your sister's sister and the lady eve really you hated the lady eve that much i did yeah i did the first half hour of the Lady Eve was really, it just didn't fit with the movie. But the second half I felt was very entertaining. But your sister's sister, I didn't hate it. It was just I'd, blah. Yes. Very blah. And I'm sorry, guys, or these other movies out here. That is, This isn't going to be fair to me to say. But if you're not on the 10 worst or the 10 past, you're just blah. No, that's not true. It's really not. I left off some good movies. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I, like, I left off Splash, you know, like that. It's a good movie. It's a, yeah. I left off Roxanne. It's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So some of these old ones, 
like all of the other ones were fine. You know what? Actually, I almost added two very surprising. This is my honorable mentions for worst movies. I fucking hated four weddings and a funeral. Really that bad. Yeah. And I also didn't like Notting Hill, but not as much as four weddings and a funeral. Yeah, I remember us trashing that movie pretty hard. Actually, trash really trashing the female leads in both of those movies. They were both so bitchy and self-centered and just... Hugh yeah. Grant was the highlight in both movies, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And he just deserved better. Yeah. Are you going to say that after you watch him in his new limited series on HBO? Tell me more. Is then he in Before I Sleep? I don't know anything about this. Oh, it's one of those like, like thrillers, like those mind things. <gasps> Ooh. I read this. Ooh, I'm going to write maybe, that down too. Maybe you want to suggest it to book club before it comes out on HBO. Before I sleep. Before I sleep. I'll, I have it on my Kindle, so I'll take a look and make sure that's the title. Okay, that sounds amazing. I I love thrillers. I think after rom-coms, I think thrillers come next for me. I'm I'm having a very weird like Halloween um what's that thing? Halloween not experience vibe? No. Mindset. <sighs> no, it's like a fancy word. But genre. No. <laughs> it's okay. But I just feel like I feel bad about my Halloween stuff because I know we just give our dad so much shit for liking bizarre Halloween movies and have he always has them on. And now I'm going through this thing where like I need to watch everything that I missed. Like I watched Midsummer. I watched Candyman. I really want to see the original Child's Play because I've never seen it. I watched the new one with Aubrey Plaza. Since you're watching old ones, how about Silver Bullet? It's an eight, It's like a cheesy 80s horror movie. Okay, I'm going to write that down too. Silver Bullet. Bernard I, and I love that one. But I've, it is like... I've never seen the original Pet Cemetery all the way through either. Ooh. And I feel like I should do that. And then Hereditary's on free on Amazon Prime. I think I'm gonna watch that. Did you watch it? No, but I've seen enough clips and like read enough that I know exactly how that movie goes. Yeah, guys, don't watch Midsummer. It's really weird. Unless you want to see a bunch of naked people. Dongers. Oh yeah, you see dongers. Nice. Lots of gore. Like realistic gore that's scary. Do they have sex in the gore? No. Okay, well, that's good. You don't want blood as lube. That's just weird. I'm not sure if it's sex on your period. Oh, well, but basically menses is mostly mucus anyway. I did not know that. The more you know. Okay, so do you want to take a break and make a second? Oh, you already have your second drink. Go make yours and I will be right here. Sounds great. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, we're back. And fast. Um, what drink are you drinking? So I am drinking the Mermaid Water Rum Punch from Ooh, Splash. Ooh, 
that's such a good one. It is. And I chose it um, because it is actually a punch. So you can make it in large quantities. And we've made it for happy hour before. And Ooh. people love it. Yeah. yeah. It's so pretty, too. Mm-hmm. And me, I love tropical drinks. Yeah. So. I chose another whiskey one. But. But. So. It's oh, I chose a whiskey sour, which I really love. Oh, okay. But um, I posted on Instagram actually a lot. So as a lot of you already know, uh, me and James were on vacation in Wyoming, in Jackson Hole, and we did like Yellowstone and stuff. And we found the coolest distillery out there with great gin. I'm actually waiting to open up the bottle of gin that I ordered until we can see each other because I am quarantining for two weeks because I have been in an airport. Safety first, guys. Um, But this distillery is Jackson Hole Stillworks. And they had a gin there, which somebody at a cocktail lounge called The Rose introduced to me. Um, it's called Absaroka, and I brought the bottle up here so I could read about what it is. Okay. I don't know if you can see it or not, but a little bit. So, as you can tell, it's like yellowy. It's like an orange, like amber liquid. Super dehydrated pee. <laughs> yes, but it looks like whiskey. It is gin, but it's gin that has been aged in what whiskey casks and american oak barrels um so it's very interesting it's kind of unlike anything i've ever had and the guy always says like the guy at the distillery said that he uses it in like a lot of whiskey drinks so that's what i did i basically used it as a substitute for whiskey in my whiskey sour sorry about that long-winded speech not a problem at all so cheers cheers I already took two drinks. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, that's delightful. I didn't realize that you liked whiskey sour so much. I do. I'll actually make myself a whiskey sour like probably every other week or so. Okay. But this shit is really good. (laughs) This gin. And fun fact. Uh, No, go ahead. Sorry. Fun fact. It's named Absaroka because apparently the 49th state was almost named Absaroka. That does not just roll off the tongue. It does not, but it says on the back of the bottle, Absaroka, the state that was almost the 49th, a dignified land of vast prairies, wild rivers, and majestic mountains. Lovely. It was indeed majestic out there. Highly recommend. Uh, My drink honorable mentions... I just wanted to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, lemon drops and French 75 yeah. that we had. They're just always good go-to drinks. Like a bar is not going to fuck those up. A restaurant's not going to fuck those up. They're delicious to have at home. Like I just really enjoy those drinks. Yes. Those are like user-friendly drinks. Yeah, absolutely. So if you need to go to lemon drop or French 75 or whiskey sour, is a good introduction to whiskey. It's not overbearingly whiskey-y. Like the simple syrup and the lemon really do it good. So let's hit our top 10 best movie. You go first this time. 
first I before I want to do my honorable mentions of drinks. Okay. Okay. I don't know if it was because we were so fucked up or if it was actually really good. Uh but the moonlight martini. Oh, we had four of those bad boys. I thought it was delicious. And then also the what's up doc. Oh, the what's up doc. Like I would have made that, but to get all of those ingredients, like it's just, you need like ginger syrup and carrot juice and just a bunch of weird shit. I actually remember having to go to like a health store to get all of them. Yeah, it's definitely something. And I cannot recommend that drink enough. It's amazing, but you have to order that shit off of Amazon or something. Right. A couple days before you plan on drinking it. Yeah. I just remember dreading that drink and then Bernard making it. And he was like, guys, you're not going to hate it. And And it it was amazing. So good. So, okay. My number 10, getting into the best movies from this list. I'm so excited for this because I feel like there's going to be a lot of variability. Mm -hmm. Um, But my number 10 is forgetting Sarah Marshall. My number? Oh, go ahead. Talk to me. Okay. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. It's okay. It's because it's so exciting. Um, I can watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall over and over again. And I think it's one of like the most quotable movies. I love Russell Brand. I love Jason Seagal. Seagal. I mashed it up with Steven Seagal. It's fine. <laughs> Um, and Kristen Bell, Mila Kunis, they're also great. Paul Rudd. There you go. Yeah, Kunu. Yeah. Does the carpet match the pubes? Uh, I I thought um Jason Siegel and Mila Kunis had wonderful chemistry in this movie. It's just hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Uh, my number 10 is Bridget Jones's baby. Really? Yeah. Um, I had, I just thought that the first one's so good. The second one is not so good. The second one stinks. Yeah. And then the third one just brought it to a great finish. Um, I did think it was funny. I honestly, like, in your heart of hearts, you know who she's going to end up with, but I thought they planted enough doubt for you to kind of be like, ooh, but are you? Let alone the fact that they did film multiple endings, so even the actors didn't know. I think that's super cool. Um, So I, I did, I thought it was great. Yeah. I'm just really surprised that it was that up there for you. It was. Okay. Yeah. I think that, you know, the overall humor of it, Emma Thompson as the oh, OBGYN. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and what the hell was I going to say? Also, was I going to say with that? It's rewatchable. Yeah. It's something you can just put on and like let play and you won't get tired of it. Yeah. Uh, I was just looking at this bottle, the Absaroka bottle, and it's really funny. It says, and I quote, at the bottom, actually handmade. Actually. <laughs> just in case there was any doubt, guys, it was actually handmade. <laughs> it's 98 proof. 
All right. My number nine is What's Up, Doc? My number nine. You're going to hate this. Philadelphia story. Oh. Yeah, I don't really care for that. It's an all-star cast. Cary Grant, James Stewart, Catherine Hepburn. How can you go wrong? I think that's why I was just so let down. It was because it is an all-star cast, but it didn't hit me in the feels like I wanted it to. The I didn't need it to hit me in the feels. I don't need the feels for a rom-com. What? I don't. All of these movies made me feel like all of these best movies made me feel something. I think when I when I think feels, I think sad. Oh, I'm thinking like they tugged on my heartstrings, good or bad. But okay. this is like good. So like I'm like, oh, or something like that. Or the chemistry was just so good. I believed it or like it gave me butterflies whenever I saw the characters together or something like that. I think that Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn gave that to me. I think it was very witty. I love the sister. The only bad spot for me was the dad. The dad sucked. And then because the dad sucked, the mom sucked. Like she took responsibility for her husband philandering around. And I was not a fan of that. But I thought that everyone played well off of each other. See, I remember you having a hard time with James Stewart's relationship with the other reporter. That's what you got cut off them. I did. And I didn't believe him in Catherine Stewart either. Or, blah, Catherine Hepburn. I know what you mean. Okay. What's Up Doc to me was just so happy-go-lucky. It's an easy, watchable movie. I love the two stars. Barbara Streisand was fantastic. Ryan O'Neill was fantastic. The best moment for me is that car chase scene. I was laughing so hard. And then the scene at the end where the judge is her dad and start to finish. I just really love this movie. And Madeline Kahn's hilarious in it too. Love her wig. Yeah. <laughs> That is the exact same color as her hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and um, the moment where all of the bags are at that party. So yeah. good. Yeah. What's your number eight? Eight for me is forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, really? That's yeah. so fun. For some it reason, was, I didn't think that the- was going to be on your list. Um... I had I had a hard time with some of these. I'll, I'll get to my honorable mentions later. Okay. But to me, forgetting Sarah Marshall is something I had never seen before. I'd seen it once before, excuse me, about 10 years ago. Maybe 15. So it had some novelty to me. Like you said, they had, everyone had great chemistry. Even though Russell Crowe's stealing Kristen Bell away from Jason Siegel. You kind of like him anyway. You have Paul Rudd in there, who is absolutely hilarious. The puppets. Oh, Jack McBriar, too. His donger slapping against his uh, thigh. Audibly, mind you. Audibly. I have audibly. a surprise for you. And it is so quotable. It yeah, it is. I'm Samantha. I have <laughs> sex with everyone. 
I could absolutely watch that over and over again. And I think that um, it's guy friendly too. Like yes. Bridget Jones's baby, I don't think is guy friendly. No. So I do think forgiving Sarah Marshall is. My number eight is Moonstruck. Okay. I think that's low. Ooh, okay. I'm sorry. It was it was hard. Like I said, I went with my gut with this. I just I didn't want to overthink it and I just wanted to just bing bang boom. Like I wanna watch this one more than this one and I just went for it. But Moonstruck this was the first time I'd ever seen it. I've since watched it like four more times. It's so good. Nick Cage best moment of the movie is where he picks her up and says, son of a bitch. (laughs) Although I love it when she has her shopping spree and she's by the fire drinking a glass of wine and stroking her shoes. Absolutely. And then the opera and just Nick Cage, the entire movie. I love him. I love this movie. Um, next one for me, seven is what's up doc. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, your eight was Sarah Marshall. My eight was Sarah Marshall. My seven is what's up doc. Okay. Okay. Fantastic screwball comedy. I actually put it this low because it took me so long to like Barbara Streisand's character. That's a good point. Yeah. I actually did not like her until... Um, the, when she was on the piano, it took me that long. Oh, I liked her during the dinner. So, but all of the, again, the witty banter back and forth, not just between the two main characters, but everyone's amazing. And I absolutely, excuse me, love when Ryan O'Neill is getting kicked out of the hotel. I love it. It, like all of that scene is just fantastic to me and Madeline Kahn actually walking up those rickety stairs to go into this condemned building to look for this like lunch party it's, there are so many funny moments in there that you it's hard to pick just one as your favorite moment I've watched it since Bernard loves it it's fantastic movie ryan o'neill not being able to get his bow tie off oh my God. <laughs> doesn't he like wear it in the bath yes <laughs> yeah and then they he can't keep his pajama pants up either and then they fall down and he still has the bow tie on oh uh, you have a poster of that in your bedroom now don't you no yes you're right i do <laughs> yep i sleep next to it every day no i just have it on my phone my my number seven is princess bride okay so because i never like this is a classic movie it is and it's great everybody loves it and if you don't love it get out of here but I never thought of it as a rom-com until Please don't leave. <laughs> Click those stars. Five stars. <laughs> I never thought of it as a rom-com 
until I was actually sitting down watching it, breaking it down according to our criteria. And I was like, damn, this really is a rom-com. Like great chemistry between everybody. Again, so quotable. Um, Just hilarious. I will stop you there and say I actually left it off of my list because I consider it more of a fantasy than a rom-com. I had a feeling that it wasn't going to be on your list because of that. Um, I think the best part of this movie for me, though, isn't with Buttercup and Wesley. It's actually the sword fight between Inigo and um, Wesley. But I I will say it's not on my list. But if you need a pick-me-up, watch this. Yeah. And even like Peter Falk and um, Savage, Fred Savage, still really good parts of the movie, too. Great. So you, go, you gotta watch this movie before you watch the clip of Deadpool and Fred Savage so you know what it's coming from. I don't remember that. It was on Instagram this oh, week. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have to look into that. I just I don't know what you're talking about. Yep, look into it. It's funny. So Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It is definitely a top 10 of some for me, but not of rom-coms. Okay. Yep. We on six now? Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Some like it hot. Okay. (sighs) Okay. Lower because the beginning, like 20 to 25 minutes, you're like, what the fuck movie am I watching? And then it is funny after funny after funny you just laugh your ass off the rest of this movie you watch Jack Lemon in the apartment and you hated him watch this movie you will love him he steals the fucking show he really Marilyn does Mon- Monroe nothing compared to Jack Lemon in the show fresh <laughs> Barnard says it to me all the time fresh <laughs> oh my watch gosh this movie it is awesome there is the plot twist and all plot twist at the end of this movie Mm. love it love this movie it it is really good so good it is a classic movie that just stands the test of time it really does i think ahead of its time to be honest because i was thinking i was like politically correctness like taking trans movements into consideration i think it's good and homosexuality i don't think it's offensive no i don't either i mean i i I could be wrong exactly i was just gonna say that let us know if we are but i i think it's accepting of all backgrounds yeah I, i i great movie uh, my number six is Silver Linings Playbook. Really? I love it. And I know, I think I remember you saying that you had a hard time laughing at certain points of this movie, but I think I blew right past it and took the dark humor in stride. I have a real, like, mental illness really does like strike a chord with me for whatever reason that is so I have a hard time laughing at it instead of just feeling empathy I'm not saying you're not empathetic no I I get it I get it I just think that in the spirit of this movie it was meant to be funny and I Mm -hmm. think 
it I can see for some people it not being funny because it hits home too hard. But this, I just thought the main characters back and forth with their various um, problems that they had, you know, don't mention her dead husband. And then he just keeps asking about her dead husband. And then he just says shit like, well, you can't dance with him because he's dead. Like all those things. I know it's not like, I think it is supposed to be funny in this movie. I think they mean for that stuff to be funny. And I, I don't know. I died the whole, their chemistry together was amazing. She deserved to get the Oscar for it. Her acting was superb. Best moment. I love that dance scene. And he's like fumbling with her vagina in his face. (laughs) I love that movie. It is awesome. It really is. Yeah. Another feel good. Yes, but you have to stick with it. You do. There's some really not feel good moments, but... It's hard to watch at some points. Worst part is whenever he has his manic episode and the dad and him get into it. And yeah. But... For sure. I I don't know. I like the realness of it. I I, I just really like it. You can watch how things are perpetuated through a family and it's no one's fault. It's just what it is. It's bad fucking luck. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think the more that I've watched it, because I've seen it maybe four times over the court, you know, since it's been out, I think it does get a little bit funnier each time because I know what's going to happen at the end. So I can kind of take those bad parts and move past them. So that's why it's so high for me. But I'm starting to feel guilty at how much thought you put into yours. No, don't feel guilty. Because <laughs> it seems like you really put a lot of thought into it. And it's really, uh, I can really tell. I think our explanations are equal. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> My number five is Groundhog's Day. I think it is super rewatchable super quotable you could not beat the character development and the character growth from the beginning to end of this movie it's just phenomenal and and then to see like we just did naked it just came out like how that kind of played into this movie i think it has a big place in pop culture Oh, yeah, that's a good call. It definitely does have a big place in pop culture. I mean, Bill Murray himself is just such a pop culture icon. I love Bill Murray. Oh, really? I know I've said it before. Do you? I, I love him. And Crazy Rich Asians, is he like your weirdest person you've ever masturbated to? <laughs> like in the icebreakers <laughs> questions? No, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's call me maybe. Always be my maybe. You said Crazy Rich Asians fuck <laughs> it's like that's a scene in that movie that i don't remember uh fuck and then you said call me maybe <laughs> what is it always be my maybe <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we both fucked that up <laughs> we also pick strong drinks for our drinks oh yeah yeah we did. Lots I'm starting of alcohol in these. I'm starting to feel this like a lot. And I think I'm gonna DoorDash McDonald's like real soon. I'm gonna wake my kid up in a half an hour and make her walk to Starbucks with me to get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Mom of the year. 
I think it would be worse if you just let her cry it out. Yeah. So, yeah, by then Bernard will be off of work and that'll be fun. My number so, five. Oh, sorry. Were you not done? I, I just, I think the cast is great. And Groundhog Day, it's another movie where Andy McDowell gets redeemed in this movie. Yes. You hate her in, in Four Weddings and a Funeral. You love her in this movie. Bill Bill Murray is always good. It is hard to pick a best moment in this movie. But I will say him killing himself with the groundhog is just hilarious. I was going to say it's my favorite one, too. Never drive angry. (laughs) Never drive angry. (laughs) And the fact that he had to get rabies shots for that scene. Didn't? Yeah. It was twice, right? I think so. More than once, at least. <laughs> yep. Love it. Love that movie. What do you toast to, guys? It better not be fucking world peace. Oh, go fuck yourself if it is. Exactly. Ugh. Toast to the groundhog any day over world peace. <laughs> toast to world peace. You're living in a fantasy land, fuckers. Uh, my number five is Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, love it. Honestly, it is my middle one because there are movies for me that are higher above it. But I think that this is a solid rom-com start to finish. I love everybody's journey. I love Jacob in this movie. I know it's Ryan Gosling and he's amazing, but his character and how he treats Steve Carell and how he falls for Emma Stone. It's just amazing. And I love it so much. Like, him giving Steve Carell a makeover, slapping his face, the Velcro wallet, uh, Steve Carell passing out on his penis <laughs> in the locker room. I remember that. That took me a second. And just the best part of this movie for me is um, him is Jacob taking Emma Stone home with him. Doing the move. Doing the move. Yep. That's the big move. I mean, it would get me every time. Granted, I'm probably about 50 pounds more than Stone, so it would be really impressive if he could do it for me. I think the only person who would be able to do the move on us would be like The Rock. Oh, The Rock could do the move on us. And he can if he wants to. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Whenever we were on vacation, I caught the middle of the, uh, I think the fate of the furious, the one with Charlize Theron and, um, uh, torment. And I really need to watch it from start to finish. I, it is quite the journey. It, it seems like it. And Oh my God. Some of those fight scenes, like I, I, we started it. We found it on TV. We're just channel flipping in the hotel right whenever the rock and Jason Statham are in prison. And I'm like, Oh, I really like how the rock has torn off his sleeves of his orange jumpsuit. And then as I said that he tears a cement desk off of the wall and starts doing curls with it. And I was (gasps) like, Oh my God, I need to watch this movie from start to finish. 
I don't know if anything will ever surpass him flexing in a cast. <laughs> cast. Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it made me want to watch Hobbs and Shaw really bad because I think that's like my favorite. It really is. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. I don't even know what we're on. Um, I got distracted by the rock. You just finished number five. Okay. said was... Crazy Stupid Love. Yes. Number four for me, Moonstruck. Okay. Tell me. Tell me what you have to say about it. It was the first time I've seen it, and I will watch this movie again and again and again. I love her chemistry with Nicolas Cage. I think it is Nicolas Cage's best movie. My best scene. I lost my hand. I I lost lost my pride. Oh my God. I cannot get over it. Her makeover. The opera scene. The end scene where it all comes together. I love it. I love it. I love it. It is phenomenal. The only thing I still don't get is all the people meeting in the cemetery. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that because it really doesn't have a role. <laughs> no, but the moon scene, everyone Ugh. looking at the moon. And that it, it plays nicely off your I love old people because when she watches her fiance fly off, the old woman looks at her and is like, I cursed that plane. <laughs> I forgot about down, that. Old people are the worst. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's so funny. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, but the oh. but then there's the old man, the grandpa, and all of his dogs. Yes, living in that one house. Yeah. I think that redeems the old people. I love that movie. Oh, please. If you have not watched Moonstruck, hopefully it's still free on Prime. It's so good. It is so good. I think after I'm done with this podcast, I'm just going to have a movie marathon with like McDonald's. You know that scene in The Spy Who Shagged Me, Austin Powers, where fat bastards just like naked laying in his bed with like KFC? That's going to be me after this podcast with McDonald's watching rom-coms. If you're close, <laughs> feel free to send me a picture. <laughs> I don't know. See, that's another reason why I don't think I can ever have kids is I like to walk around naked so much. And James does too. But... Whenever I walk around naked in the kitchen, which has windows everywhere, he's like, stop walking around naked in the kitchen. People can see you. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, I think gender norms like Bernard wears stuff all around the, our girl. But I don't. I want her to be comfortable around her body. Like, she's three. She's topless outside. I want her to feel comfortable. Yeah, I agree. And I love that you guys use the anatomically correct terms. I love that you use the... I'm, I'm serious. I love that you use the word vagina and penis. And she's been asking about her clitoris and you use the word clitoris. I think that's great. Don't tiptoe around it because I think when you tiptoe around it, it creates shame. And she's very... Like, it creates a big mess, but she likes to watch herself pee she likes to know what's happening down there and if she wants to know i'm gonna tell her like it's fine she wants to she wants to wipe herself off by herself and i tell her no you have to wipe back to front because you don't want bacteria in your vagina front to back whatever i said is wrong apparently wait 
you write vagina first, then butt. Vagina, the yep. Front the, to back. Okay, <laughs> because I was gonna say back to front is butt to vagina. No, I stop her from doing that. I'm sorry, I said it wrong. Okay, great. Yeah, so she knows about bacteria. She knows you don't want to get it in there, and that is what it is. Yep. Got to be educated. That was your number four. That was my number four. Okay. My number four is Bridget Jones's Diary. Okay. Love it. Seen it 20 times, probably more. Always watch it. I think it's great. I don't know if it's completely stood the test of time. Oh, I don't know. I think it has. I think everybody... You know, you choose the guy who's wrong for you sometimes, but then she writes herself and I just love all of her moments with Mark. I love the end scene. The end scene is so fucking good. She makes dinner with Mark and she chases him out in her underwear. It's wonderful. I love it. I just love watching Bridget's journey in this movie. Absolutely. I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Because you might hear about later. Just saying. Okay. Number three for me is Crazy Stupid Love. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I think it's phenomenal. You already talked about all the characters. Um, You see them go through journeys. Cringeworthy. She sends naked pictures to the boy. Um, the, the teenager. Other than that, you gotta love these characters Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling Steve Carell Julianne Moore I think you do end up liking her you do um yeah I think you do towards the end like and I there's some points I I get it I think that she fell into a trap that, like, later on in marriage years, it, you could see yourself doing, like, you get in a rut or you're bored or something, so you think that it's going to be out better elsewhere, and guess what? It's, it's not. not. No. It's not. Marriage is great. Marriage is also work. Yeah. You're so, never going to be super happy all the time you're gonna be so annoyed at each other that you're just like i can't talk to you right now but it's all worth it it is it is you find your partner and they're your partner and it is as close to the unconditional love that your parents give you that you can find and if if it's it's, not then that's a problem And I think this movie goes into it. My best moment, though, is when things all come together. David Lindhagen. David Lindhagen. Fucking Lindhagen. You (laughs) asshole. That was your number three, correct? Correct. My number three. And I don't think you're going to like this, actually. Okay. My number three is bringing up baby. Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's how I felt about your Philadelphia story choice. <laughs> Marie just gave me the double fingers. <laughs> I I love this movie. 
I think it's hilarious. I laugh from start to finish. Uh, like the moment where he is riding on the side of her car on the golf course when she fucking chucks a giant stone at Goo. What's his name? Gooby? Gooby or Boop? Boopy. 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 And f- like fucking kills the guy. <laughs> yeah. Huge rock. At least like eight pounds to the face. And the whole leopard and Carrie Grant in that fe- like that feathery girly robe and how she just keeps trapping him with her over and over again. The ending. I love it. It's hysterical. Oh, I just... It's it's so funny. I can watch that over and over again, and I know you don't feel the same because you didn't like it the last time we watched it. I didn't, but I did in the past, so my opinion might change. Because Cary Grant and that that like frilly robe, yeah, it's so funny. Uh, My number two, Bridget Jones's Diary. Okay, love, love, love the movie. Have watched it. If you say twenty, I say twenty-five times, thirty times. I can watch it again, again, again. I can put it on right now and be perfectly happy. I think it's hilarious. I think it's relatable. Um, it's just amazing. I love to add to that where you said you think it's relatable. I love that they don't choose like a supermodel. I love that it's Renee Zellweger is just like an everyday woman. I think it's great. She drinks, she smokes, please don't smoke, it's bad for you. She eats, like, she can't cook well. Her fashion sense is probably a little wonky. Diary of the mouth. So familiar with that. Oh, my God. Yes. It gets worse with age, guys. It does. We say, well, I say old people are the worst. Allison flip-flops. But it's because you get crazier as you get older. Yeah. Do you think our drinking makes it worse? <laughs> Absolutely. I talk way more candid after these two drinks than I do normally. I don't think I do. I think I'm just in a permanent like diary of the mouth mode. <laughs> That's genetics. There's no Ugh, filter. That's true. Yeah. My number two is when Harry met Sally. Okay. I have no idea where you're going for number one. Really? really okay when harry met sally i have a feeling this is your number one is it not your number it is it's my number one you want to jump in here yeah okay i feel like this is just the poster child rom-com it is to me like to me it's the first one Yes, we have all these ones in history that have come up, but I don't think the term was defined until when Harry met Sally. It's the formula that everyone needs to follow. If you have not seen When Harry Met Sally, do. I'm not going to say shame on you because I hadn't watched it until this list. I hadn't watched it. Same. I hadn't seen it until this list. And I also think this movie is guy-friendly, too. I know James loves it. Bernard so loves it. Bernard. Yeah. And also it has Carrie Fisher in it. I love her so much. She reminds me of mom. Yeah. She looks exactly like mom. She does. Absolutely. So, so weird. You know what? Now, you know, I feel like now you know what I look like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, 
not me though i don't know you used to think you were adopted but like the more you've gotten older you just look exactly like mom um yeah maybe that's why when carrie fisher died i lost my mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> And are you just now realizing <laughs> yes. oh my god i knew that from moment one seriously though in rogue one too she wasn't like i think she had just passed away when rogue one came out and then they show like the end of rogue one is like a shot of princess leia from the original movies and i fucking lost my shit started sobbing in the theater and okay yeah wow Duh. wow full circle full circle guys um i don't even remember what we, oh harry met sally the chemistry between meg ryan and billy crystal off the charts off the charts and to me like i i know i talked about it before it flip-flopped for me like at first i hated Sally and then I liked Harry and I liked Harry and then I, I liked Sally and I hated Harry. Like you just, again, it's relatable and the passage of time, these people grow to know each other off of, uh, over time. It's important. Yeah, it it's is a partnership. Yeah. I, I, you really do find her neuroses to be lovable after the passage of time too. Um, I'm trying to think of the, best part and it really might be the end the speech at new year's whenever he runs for like 10 miles and finds her <laughs> oh it, it is it is hard to find a part that's good like you know what parts you don't like mm. it's, the, it's the evolution of these two characters and then finally realizing that it's each other whenever she says fuck you and slaps him across the face like i die a little bit on the inside mm -hmm. it's really hard i mean thin line between love and hate apathy is the worst and she hated him because she loved him yep yep so, great movie it is a great movie i can watch it again and again are you ready for my number one I am. I, I am going to be stunned. I think you are. My number one is actually Some Like It Hot. <gasps> is it? Mm hmm I just... Wow. It's so funny. It's like what you said, but like, I just kept thinking about all of the times I laughed and the, how much I laughed at Jack Lemmon in this movie. Like, from the train, the walk, him going like him leaning down on the bunk bed and him saying like oh you're gonna find more than that if you keep tickling me like oh my god how how tony curtis keeps stealing his keeps stealing his gifts. his gifts it's so bad i love the fashion in this movie marilyn monroe's fashion oh, the torpedoes oh there guys that backless dress Oh, it's amazing. It she looks great. Tony Curtis looks great. His Cary Grant voice. <laughs> the tangoing between Osgood and Jack Lemon. How bad Jack Lemon looks as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Their makeup is 
unbelievably horrible. It's what you would expect men to do their makeup as. Tony Curtis duck facing the entire movie. Oh, it's so good. I do want to watch it now that you're talking about it. I think that's free on Amazon Prime. Yes. So I just mean, fast forward it until you see the two sets of high heels and yeah. the calves, and just know that they were running away from the mob. That's Mob's it. gonna kill him. Mob's gonna kill him. Even the Honor- Go ahead. Even them seeing the mob at the hotel for the first time and then the mob people trying to hit on them and And there's like one guy who's like, Those aren't women. <laughs> that guy. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um and I will say as you were talking about the passage passage of time, I was looking at my top 10 and over half of them. So the six out of the 10 had that passage of time. So princess bride had the passage of time and mine because I'm going from whenever Wesley and buttercup fell in love for the first time. Okay. Silver linings playbook has the passage of time. Um, Harry met Sally Forgetting Sarah Marshall, if you think after they break up and she comes to see him at the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bridget Jones's Diary, Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. So, the ones that don't, Moonstruck, What's Up, Doc. I would say by Groundhog Day does as well. Groundhog Day totally does. That's my honorable mention. That was my number 11. I had... 40-year-old virgin being an honorable mention and also Knocked Up. Like, I thought those two movies were... You don't agree with Knocked Up and that's fine. No, 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 I do. I do. They were really high up there for me, too, because those are movies that whenever they're on, I'm always watching them. I may not be paying attention to them, but they're on. And they're so funny. I think I agree Knocked Up. I agree with Knocked Up more so than 40-Year-Old Virgin. I like Knocked Up more. Watch 40-Year-Old Virgin when you're like 35. Okay. And I don't know why it just hit home harder for me when I was a little bit older. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at the list because I have the list right here. And I actually, I'm going to take it down because, you know, that part of our journey is over. Make sure you post that, though, the pictures. Okay, I will. And, and say what the stars denote. Oh, good call. Good call. Yep. Um, I don't, I, I really do like The Big Sick. That's an honorable mention, but I don't think it's 100% a chick flick or a rom-com. Excuse me. I don't like the word chick, the, the term chick flick. I don't either. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it's more dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yeah. So can I'm sorry, can you read off your top ten in quick succession for me just so I know? The top ten best? Yeah. Okay. Top ten best here is Bridge Jones's Baby, Philadelphia Story, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, What's Up Doc, Some Like It Hot, Groundhog's Day, Moonstruck, Crazy Stupid Love, Bridget Jones's Diary. When Harry met Sally, and I can send you a picture of that if you would prefer. Okay. I just wanted to know because it was really easy to keep track of the worst because you and I were pretty much mm-hmm. really equal on that. Yeah. You didn't have high fidelity in your worst, though, did you? It was No. 
it, I had it pegged as one of my top 13 worst, but. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I go back and forth between being very grateful to this list for showing me certain movies because I have, let's see, one, two, three. I have three movies on my best rom-com list that I had never seen before this list. So I'm thankful in that way. Yeah. And I remember really dreading What's Up, Doc. Yeah, same. Because we had never heard it before and we had learned at that point that that meant bad. Yeah. Yeah. So it, It was the exception to the rule. Yeah, I think that was really the only one. I agree with that. Oh, except for Born Yesterday was cute. It was cute. Not best, but it was cute. I don't know if I'll watch it again. No. I mean, if it was on like TMC or something like that or TCM, whichever. But um, yeah, I just thought this would be a fun way to break things up and kind of give our send off to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And a big middle finger. For a lot of them. Yeah. You fucked us over. You really did. I think we should make the list... And submit it to them with, like, a... I think we, I, I think we will, and like, later. Okay. Maybe that'll be when we get really big. Absolutely, it's coming. And, um... Until next time, right? Yeah, which we're going to do falling in, in love. love. That'll, be, that'll get super annoying, I'm sure. In... Yeah. So until then, please watch up, rate, review, and subscribe. Hit those five stars. Do that. Thank you. Yes. And then drink up. Yeah, because if you drink up before then, you'll forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, good call. So watch up first, rate, review, subscribe, and then drink. And then cheers.